Welcome once again to the room that time would like to try and forget. It's room 404 and I am the janitor, Ewan Spence, or the admin, or the super admin, or Susie, or whatever you want to call them. Room 404 is the room where all the toys, all the games, all the adventures, everything that you remember from your childhood, you have well, it's all here. Even if you've forgotten it, somebody remembers it. I mean, if I look over here, we have Gremlins 2, the new batch. You know, Some people actually think it was a feature film. It wasn't. It was an interactive ride first, and then it became a feature film. Over here, we have the Gopher Client, which used to power the internet before we called it the internet. And uh, bowling here, dustily in the corners, we have the Geofox 1. An amazing PDA of which 716 were sold. Joining me in the room every week are people who want to try and bing back some of their memories. Some of them even want to bring back Bing, the search engine, but that's a modern thing. You can put modern things in, but only if you can get some things to come out. This week, the man who knows everything that you have forgotten about tablet PCs will attempt to bring back the things that everybody else has forgotten and some other stuff as well. It's from CarryPad, Steve Payne. Ewan, Hello. thank you very much for the intro. Hello. You're really, you're really made, making it hard now. I know, I know nothing. <laughs> you, you've seen Gremlins too, haven't you? <sighs> I don't watch anything with a number after it. Nothing? Nothing with a, <laughs> nothing with a number after you it? You forget, I live in Germany. Everything's uh, dubbed here, so it tends to lose. You know, James Bond in, dubbed in German just doesn't have, have the same effect. Uh, you see, but you're in Germany. You'll be looking forward to Iron Sky then, coming out in the cinemas this year. Oh, my goodness. You know what we watched last night? Love Boat. It's still going here. Ah. We're not talking about things that are going. We're talking about things from your past that you want to bring back, that you think the world needs to see again. Do you think you're up for the challenge? I'm, I'm ready. Uh, this has been a difficult podcast to prepare for, but, but, but I'm ready. I'm ready. Difficult because too many choices or just difficult because, oh, no, I've got to talk to you in for half an hour? Well, I'll be honest, you and usually I don't prepare at all for any podcast. So <laughs> I had to actually sit down and write something down for this one. Ah, uh, German efficiency finally reaches Chippy. There we go. <laughs> Let's go for uh, item one. What do we have? So- so um, this is kind of not, not a very old thing, and I'm not sure if you're, re- you're either going to really agree with this or really heavily disagree with this. And this is bring back simple, long-life mobile phones that just do voice and maybe SMS. Um, you, I just want to just see, are you with me or against me? Well, no, 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 you carry on. I mean, there's no point in going, oh, this thing. Uh, no, you need to justify it first, and then I'll tell you where I am. Oh, you and you make it tough for me. All right, then. So um, the way I see it is that uh, voice and SMM are probably the primary things you need to do on a, on a phone, especially late in the day. And that's exactly when smartphones run out of battery, right? Smartphones are the things that you're supposed to do all your social uh, networking on, all your location-based stuff on. They've got all the uh, music and videos and games uh, on them. And, you know, I haven't had a smartphone yet that has actually worked past 2 p.m. So what I'm looking for is to bring back simple, long battery life mobile phones. I don't know whether we should get rid of smartphones. I'm not allowed to throw anything away at this stage anyway, so I can't throw away smartphones. But I just want more long battery life, cheap mobile phones, pub phones. You know the ones that just you, you pick them up from after four days of charge. They still work. You can take them to the pub. Your mate drops it in a pint of beer. You can pick it out, and it still works. If it doesn't, you've only lost 50, bit, uh, 50 quid. So essentially, you're arguing for the Nokia 702 then? Uh, yeah. 
Pretty much. I mean, yeah, there, there, are, there are other phones available of that ilk. Um, I rem- the one I remember is the Motorola MR30. <laughs> I had a um, Siemens uh, ME48, which was a ruggedized, very si- – still works, actually. It's six years old now. And that was one you could dunk. That was one that would work for, you know, four days. It even had GPRS on it. You could actually do some WAP work on it. But uh, the point was I could just leave it hanging around for days and uh, pick it up and it would still be working. You know, recently I've had a, um, a tablet – now that's all the, the no trend really moment. you running yes. carry pad has a tablet yes. <laughs> well, I had a special tablet that's kind of come into my life it's, but very it's got rare a two hour battery like, life something passes across my desk and then stays there but the Galaxy Tab has, has kind of stayed in my life uh, for, for for the last four months and what's happening is I'm doing all the things that I used to try and do on a smartphone in higher quality with longer battery life and now my smartphone is actually lasting uh, more than a day in fact. I'm using the uh, the Nokia N8 right now, and uh, I charged it two and a half days ago, and I'm literally going to l- look at the battery life left on it. We have 70% battery left on it, because I don't use it for anything except phone and SMS. So, come on, what do you think? You there see, must be a case for that. Th- th- there is a case, but I, I think that... It- in, in a, it's, it's almost like you're arguing to get somebody off a murder charge when they're actually up on manslaughter. Uh, because... <laughs> because you can't. You do have these phones. It's called the Nokia N8. It's just like stop using it, and it will yeah, last. But the N8 is four hundred pounds. <laughs> ah, see, so now we're coming down to the price thing. Yeah, you know, you just <laughs> well, said yeah, you simple long life mobile phone. phone. You mate, that's that's for sure. <laughs> I actually do agree with you on this one. Um, yes, I, yes, but. There are other ways around it because I'm about to fly out to South by Southwest tomorrow morning. I did write about this on one of the other websites that I do all about Simeon, which is I don't think that if I use my N8, well, in case it would be the E7, which is basically the N8 with a keyboard on it. Yeah. Nokia's marketing will hate that, you realise. <laughs> they go, what's he saying now? See, Rafe, have a word with him. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, this sort of thinking of, you know, I don't think that if I listen to The Shadows and The Hollies uh, and watch West Side Story uh, and two episodes of Hustle, I don't think I'll make it past Iceland as I fly over to Texas. That's true. You're, you're true. You won't last two hours. Well, I think it would get more than two hours. I think I'd probably get about 11 hours, but I'm 22 hours bed to reception desk at the hotel. So, you know, it's like, what do I do? Well, I have to carry another battery or I have to carry another MP3 player. Little secret, kids. I actually carry a Zune HD. Shh. That's got 30 hours. <laughs> it's nice. Shush. I like it. Um, because I need the phone to work at the other end. Exactly. So there is an argument here. I don't think you've got this fully formed, though. You have the start of an argument, and I think this is the point where um, the, the judge on the bench will actually, you know, you know, hit hit the gavel, you know, and it'll go recess, and it'll zoom in on Perry Mason, and Perry Mason will go, "Good day's work." He's not off the murder charge yet. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm not going to well, say. I, I must admit, I didn't uh, intend to change the face of the mobile phone world here, but. Um... You oh, know. actions have I think, consequences, I think there's Steve. going to be some listeners out there that agree with me. I, I think there are as well. And I think that if we were to invite you back again at the Christmas special, um, <laughs> you, you'd probably have thought this one through and have some nice, good, solid arguments and a, oh, just one more thing moment. So I'm not going to not let it out. Okay. But I'm not going to let it out. It's, it's, you know, when, when is four, this Christmas special? I have no idea, but we've just discovered that room 404 has a 301 that points to purgatory. Uh, and we're going to put them in there. So you have a temporary Excellent. redirect. Halfway. It's halfway. halfway there. 
and we you know you can come back or you can argue in your blog post and everything or you can get everybody on twitter to listen to the show uh and and tell me i'm wrong um which helps the traffic as well um yeah evil sometimes right then so half in half out item number two what do we have Right. Well, for this one, it's not really a, a bring back. Cause it's a bit like the smartphone. I'm not even sure you're going to accept this one because I want to say let's bring back FM radio. Well, of course, FM radio is still there, right? And it's not going away. But I want to make the case for FM radio against things like DAB, internet streaming, uh, and uh, other let's say, expensive methods of uh, communications. Um, and that's the key here. FM radio is cheap, right? Super cheap. You don't need to lay cables for it. Um, you just need one huge, great transmitter. You can cover millions of people. It's, um, it's uh, cheap in, in, in regards uh, the kind of uh, hardware that you use to receive it is super cheap, and the energy required to receive that uh, radio is super, super cheap. I mean... I think you're probably talking like a millionth of the power required to receive an FM radio signal as opposed to a, an internet radio stream, right? Come on, it must be of that order. I, I don't know um, what the internet. I certainly know that for DAB, it's about a third. FM's about a third of the power needed for a DAB, for equivalent DAB signal. Right. Um, you don't need a big uh, infrastructure, so it's actually pretty bomb-proof as well. The only uh, problem is it's not uh, two-way, so... You know, unless everyone has, uh, you know, a one kilowatt transmitter uh, installed in their house, there's not going to be a lot of two-way conversations over this medium, which, of course, you can do uh, over Internet uh, transmissions. But um, you've always got CB radio for that, right? That's FM, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there are still nine people out there with CB radio, so it's not actually in room 404 yet. But uh, uh, at least I don't think so. Um you're right. This one is a, is this actually belonging in room 404 or not? Because I it's have to... going there, is it? Someone's, so I think there's attempts to put it in, in the bucket at the moment. Yes, that is true. Certainly the BBC are tr in the UK are trying to, not just the BBC, government are trying to switch off the FM and switch everybody over to DAB. Um, but you, there again, you, you look at the, the uptake, an interesting number that I got this one. Um, the amount of people listening to radio... On demand, things like the iPlayer, things like live radio through the television. Get this. Radio through the internet is 3.1% of radio listenership in the UK at the moment. Radio through your cable TV is another 4%. On demand is only is only about 30% of the uptake of on demand TV. The majority right. of people are still listening to radio. Now... I actually agree with you that FM should stay. Yes, there is an infrastructure cost, but we've already got that. The sunk cost is done. Switching over to DAB, well, it means everybody has to buy everything again. And, it, you know, DAB on the Nokia N8, you've got to buy an extension dongle. Yeah. yeah. I like that idea, by the way. That was a cool idea by Nokia. Oh, yeah. they have a, don't they have a TV one as well? Um, they, they, they had the, the N96 had the TV built in for the DAB, DAB plus TV receiver. Um, you're trying to distract me with your wily guiles. <laughs> no, no, Mr. Page, no. Um, but FM, the radio, it's in the phone. Okay, you need to have your headphones plugged in to act as an aerial. And FM will survive 
nuclear nuclear war. You know, I'm sure that at the end of it, you know, if that day was to come and the tanks would roll over Germany and wherever they are nowadays, you know, you, you would get up, you'd switch on the radio after the destruction, and Steve Wright in the afternoon would still be there with his posse going, hey, there's been a war! Hey! Oh, Elvis, sing us a song about it! Whoa, it's another true story! You know, I've, been, I've actually got a, a case here that I want to uh, talk about because I was in a bomb scare at an airport, Dusseldorf Airport, on the day of my honeymoon. Uh, which was seven years ago. Um, Your wife will do anything to get out of that marriage, won't she? <laughs> Funnily enough, it was actually someone that had called up the airport uh, because her boyfriend was fl- ex-boyfriend was flying away. She she claimed that her boyfriend had a bomb with him. Anyway, the point was, um, we all got uh, um, moved out of the airport into a, a hall. Um, and at that point, seven years ago, you know, I didn't have internet uh, on my phone. I, the only thing I had was an FM radio on my phone, and I was able to listen to the local radio station and find out what the hell was going on before any, anyone else knew on the ground what, what was going on. So there's the case. It's bomb-proof. I think we need it. Yeah. need to keep it. I'm not going to let this out because I think it's already out. <laughs> Okay, it's, it's like, can you just like make sure it's <laughs> make sure it stays out? Don't what I want. Don't let anyone come on this podcast and throw away FM radio. All tell, right? tell, if anybody wants to do that, we'll call you up. Excellent. Yeah, Christmas okay. special again. We'll Christmas, have it out Christmas, Christmas special. Having it out Christmas special. I mean, this is only meant to be a one joke show podcast. We're talking about nine months away now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm committed now. I am. Yeah, um, I was committed a long time ago. Says my wife. Um, but anyway, if you'd like to see the short Christmas, a sponsor would be very much appreciated. Give me an email, Ewan at thepodcastcorner.com, and we can talk small numbers and FM radios and stuff. Right then, FM radio stays out. But Steve, I shall give you the key. Oh, how's that? Nice. Thank you very much. I'm swallowing it right now. Okay, I don't want the key back again. Uh, Right. (laughs) Right, item three. Okay, Uh, I suppose the first question is, is this something that's actually going to be in the room? (laughs) I think this is something that has definitely gone away, and it's related to my bomb-proof FM radio thing. There's a theme running through here. You'll get it in a minute. I need to bring back mechanical typing. Now, now, by this you mean the old one with, with with the arms that go up to the to the ink ribbon. That's and the one. <laughs> yeah. The reason the QWERTY keyboard is in existence, which was to stop the keys getting stuck together because all the common is characters. Is that actually true? I mean, I've heard it before. Have we got proof of that? Um, I think my granddad told me that. Oh right, I'm yeah, serious. we have proof positive, Neddy. Proof positive. <laughs> so the point is here, right? Um. Do we actually, if the bomb drops, do we have a, a way of actually getting uh, text on paper, considering the fact that most of us have actually forgotten to write or don't actually have the muscle power to write anymore? I tell you why. Christmas cards. Have you ever, I mean, you, you do Christmas cards. You're in the UK, right? Okay. I, I just, just to be warned, I am still one of the seven people in existence still using a file of facts. They, oh, okay. So you yeah. do still have... Um, control of your fingers in such a way that you can actually uh, I still have paper, useful right? musculature in my right and my left hand, yes. Well, I'm thinking of future generations that just won't... They won't have fingers anymore. Well, they won't be able to grip a pen anymore, right? No, no, no. They'll, they'll have a USB port. So... The only thing, what we need to do is bring back T9 mechanical keyboard, right? T9, we need T9 for the kids that are going to be, you know, a little bit older, and that's the only thing they'll know, because they'll want to be doing it one hand, you know, while they're talking to someone, obviously. Uh, Then we'll have uh, QWERTY for the older members, uh, you know, yourself and myself included, uh, and then maybe a little kind of 
a thumb, a mechanical thumb keyboard for those that were, you know, E90 owners in, in, in the 90s or early to, ooh, when was the E90? No, that wasn't that earlier, was it? Oh, anyway, you know what I'm saying? I, I we did, need yeah. a way to put text on paper when the bomb drops. Right, okay. So rather than actually argue for the mechanical typewriter to come back out, because you said we, you want the mechanical T9 pad. I'm sorry, I've never seen one of them. Ever. <laughs> I'm going to invent it. <laughs> right, right. You can't invent get... something and put it in room 404 and bring it back out again. <laughs> but, I'm not doing very can, well here, am I? But you can I bring it back. Way, you should send that an email to everyone who participates in this. It really now, explain no what that. you're supposed to do on this podcast. <laughs> but no, what you've done is you've got a, you want to bring out a principle. Now, that's allowed. A what? A, a principle. Pr- a principle. Yes. The principle of mechanical typing. Yes. So you're allowed that. I mean, we've already had, I mean, I mean, yours, Graham, uh, wanted to put in the concept of friending. So, okay. I th- yeah, so I think, you could go back, listen, and everybody else, you can listen to the archives. It's room 404, word room and the numbers 404.thepodcastcorner.com. You'll find us on iTunes as well. We're finally listed. So mechanical typing. I like this. I learnt on a portable mechanical typewriter. And, you know, it. what gets me and is that most people go, oh, I need to listen to music while I'm writing and, and stuff nowadays with the word processor and iTunes on in the background and, and whatever. I didn't have that when I was learning. I had this lovely rhythmic... fantastic, that sound. And it's like you knew what you were typing because you could hear. You know, you didn't speed up or slow down. You you had a rhythm because you wanted to keep up with the rhythm. And that rhythm, I'm sure that rhythm pulled through in the writing. You, you have this lovely lyrical content that you, you expect when especially when you read old magazines and feature articles. Nowadays, you know, they're very stop-start, stop they're very short paragraphs. You know, it's almost like somebody's listening to quite staccato music in the background rather than trying just to go... Yeah, I think it's responsible for a genre of music somehow as well, this this rhythm thing that you're talking about. Actually, here's a test for you. How many... Songs have typewriter sounds as background rhythm. I can only think of one. Maybe I think it's a Dire Straits song, right? So you got Dire Straits one. I'm, I'm thinking of the check entry to Eurovision uh, last year. <laughs> um, gypsy, gypsy superhero, I think it was. That starts off with a. <laughs> when was that? Like sixty-five or something ridiculous? No, no, no. It was two years ago or last oh, year. It was. Just, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It was a quite quite a recent one I'm from from the Czech Republic. I have to go back and check the archive now because it got knocked out in the semi-finals. <laughs> that had typewritery noises in it. Um, and you, you could argue that, you know, I'm, I'm sure Pink Floyd would have used a typewriter noise somewhere uh, in, in their works. So, um, look, I, I'm bringing this one out partly because I like the idea of, of, of music should, of, of writing should be musical and lyrical and, and the mechanical typewriter helps that. But also, yes, I mean, hand strength. There are times in a man's life, and you'll appreciate this, where you just have to be able to open a jam jar in under five seconds. Exactly. And you can't practice that. But if you've got the dexterity and, you know, after a four-hour writing kick, you still need to move your key down an entire inch, every letter, that keeps you in good state to help the woman you love open a jam jar. <laughs> you see, there's just so many. This is, so, this is right on so many levels. Music, women, or, or men, or men, earlier. let's be fair. So, yes, mechanical-powered typing can come out. 
It's a winner. Yes, it is a winner. So uh, we have one thing that was already out that gets to stay out, one thing that was in and kind of gets to come half out and half in, and one thing that was in and gets to come out again. Let's see what combination Steve has for item four. All right, this is definitely something that's that needs to come back out. It's definitely in. And it's, um, you see, I wanted to originally say analog cameras. I mean, film cameras, right? Ah. Bring back film cameras. But what I realized was it's not the film that I want back. It's the time between taking the picture and seeing the result that's <laughs> ah, important here. Yeah. You know? You know what I'm saying? So do you remember a true print envelope, the sound of a true print envelope landing on, on, the, on the doormat? Yes. The, that, that was a, an extremely exciting moment for me to get that true print uh, film back two weeks, no, two months, maybe two years after you'd taken the pictures. And that, you know, that, that magical moment of opening up, flicking through to find the magical photo. Uh, yeah, invariably not finding the magical photo. But that excitement level was incredible. And I'm telling you what, what we need is a minimum three hours between taking a picture and actually seeing it or being able to use it because that's the time it takes to sober up a bit, right? I'm half tempted to say, aren't you just describing Windows Phone 7? <laughs> can you get a, f- a picture off the f- that phone? I don't think you can. It's like the it iPhone. Takes no, about, I, I it takes one. about three I tried to Bluetooth a picture off it. It's not possible. So there you go. Microsoft are already delivering what you wanted. Oh, come on. Don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me. Oh, that's a weak one. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I like this. I like this idea because I think it would also it would also focus you on the picture. You know, oh, it's like, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to take 97 pictures and then delete 96 of them. You know, exactly. can, you, can you imagine if you went back to the Kennedy assassination and the Zapuda <laughs> was a camera phone? You'd have the, you'd have it, oh, I'm going to take some great pictures here. And he said, like, oh, I've got one of Kennedy being shot, right? I'll keep that one. Oh, book depository shot. No, I don't want that one. No, look at that. Nice picture of the windows. Guy hanging out the window. No, I don't want that one. Delete, 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 delete. Keep the one of Kennedy being shot. Da, 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 da. There we go. We would lose so much history. And we already are. I mean, nowadays, when you have a photographer coming around, everything goes on digital. And then it goes up to the newspapers. You go back 20, 30 years, you had huge archives of pictures. They were all kept. They all meant something. Uh, and nowadays, because it's all gone digital, people don't care about what's around the picture. They just you know they're just snapping and they just keep one and they just lose so many memories yeah no that's actually a very serious aspect to this i do do believe that the quality the average quality of a photo has gone down since digital cameras uh came in and as a subject uh you know if you're having a picture taken of yourself and, and you've had it a million times right someone takes the picture oh hold on backlight's not right oh just one one more fill in flash i need the fill in flash oh hold on got the uh, uh, resolution set wrong you know you, you're there for five minutes by the time the picture's taken you've got the plastic smile and you're ready to fall onto your knees the bloody thing takes so long so um yeah there's, there's again on many levels there's advantages here but it's you know the key the key thing here is that three hours gap between taking the picture and being able to post it on facebook i think it's going to save well jobs lives <laughs> everything i think that you know we have to be careful here for the automatic translation software um if you were automatically transcribing this podcast we did not say jobs lives <laughs> just want to make sure on that thank you very much this is coming out you you can definitely have this one because room 404 does affect the fabric of humanity in in my twisted mind and bringing back proper photography skills for the masses and preserving much more information. I mean, I've got tons of pictures from, 
you know, going back to my parents' ruby wedding anniversary because we all just took lots of pictures. You know, mm. I don't think we're going to have that many when I get to my ruby wedding anniversary and i will get there uh i don't know if my wife will but i will you know because people will just keep the deleted not keep the deleted ones so be, because of your nature because of sa- saving people's employment because of artistic reasons there is no reason not to have the three hour delay between taking a picture and seeing the results it is the most twisted concept ever but it's coming out Yes. <laughs> so you, that's you, two point. If you give me half a point for each of the first two, that means I've got three points there, right? Well, no, 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 because technically FM radio is was already out, so you can't get any points for that. Yeah. yeah? And your back, back mobile phone was in purgatory, so it's not out. So that's not uh, a half. Two out of four. That's two out of four, two out of four, right. But it's 50-50. That's good because now we have to work out whether we're going to round that up with the thing you want to put in or whether we're going to round down with the thing that we're not going to put in for you. So uh, this could be interesting. I'm, I'm expecting it to be something like fire when you bang rocks together. Steve, what modern <laughs> technology would you like to put into Room 404? Well, this is the, obviously the hardest one. And I, had, I went through a couple. I, I thought about SMS. That, that, that uh, might have a, that might be a case for throwing that away. And Windows 7 Start Edition. That's my <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually that, think that you know there, there are things that just have a trapdoor underneath them like a norman wisdom film <laughs> when they walk along <laughs> you know already, right? they are going to drop <laughs> down it's like here's windows 7 starter <laughs> um there's also winter tires in germany most of germany doesn't need those but one i'm going to pick out is um remote controls right now here's the thing um remote controls in our house stay on the tv if they're not on the TV, they're lost, and you will never find a remote control on our TV because they're always lost. So we're always getting up to, get to find the remote control. We're always, uh, I, I would argue, doing more steps now that we've got remote controls than when we didn't have remote controls, right? Um, and there's this concept of the all-in-one, which should be renamed to the um, everything but one function on every other remote control in one because it never really does all in one, right? So you still have, you've got the all in one plus all the other ones that you use for just one function. So, um, and then there's the one in the middle with, with the AA batteries have run out as well. Um, you've probably got one where the AA batteries started to leak and that one doesn't work anymore at all. And there's one function now that you can't use at all on your TV because that remote control was the only one that could do it. Um, uh, babies eat them or dribble all over them. Um, and uh, I can't think of any other reason, but I think I've said enough. You've actually been pretty comprehensive. That's what we're expecting when people do research for, for their show appearances. Stuff like that. Remember that for Christmas, Steve. Right then, remote controls. Now, this, this I have to say, is an interesting one because the remote control has a huge number of benefits in society uh not least um in an old person's home um it lets you work out who is the most senile person because they are the person who sits on the remote control interesting thing and i don't mean this in a bad way but people retain some faculty when they get old and if they get dementia there's always something that they hold on to and in my experience of working in old people's homes it tends to be the remote control is mine it seems to be the last thing that goes but I think you'll find that remote controls are the cause of dementia in most cases. Oh, do we have scientific proof of that? Uh, I think you'll find it on, if you look on the internet, it's there somewhere. Now, you see, you dropped a ball there. If you said, my granddad told me, 
<laughs> not only would we have had a comedy callback to earlier in the show, it would have tied in with the UAP angle. <laughs> you see, see, but then so, he would have had dementia, so it wouldn't have been valid anyway, right? Uh, for comic effects, it's okay. <laughs> you see, but we don't have comic effects, so you lose points for style. <sighs> <laughs> so many hidden scores here. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yes, there's no score sheet. I think we should put you back in the bin. <laughs> um, Room 404 will return next week with our new host, oh, Patrick Trout. I'm never getting invited. No, I know. And never. I was looking forward to the Christmas special. <laughs> right, remote controls. Um, uh, you know it. What I just said is true. Right? I know. I You've know what you said is true. Yeah? But there's. I'm and they're going, supposed to be on the TV. I, I'm Unless gonna, you're one of those people that's got the little holster that goes on the side of the sofa. Have you, have you got one of no, those? No, no, no. In I'm which actually, case, you should get out more anyway. I, I'm, what I'm going to say is this. Okay. Remote controls are not going in for two reasons. One, you've got a kid. In about six months' time, they'll be happy to press all the buttons for you. <laughs> Secondly, Listen, this is my second kid. The first one didn't want to press all the buttons for me. Well, now you know what you did wrong, and you can fix it for the second one. Trial and error. <laughs> and secondly, I'm going to bring something out of room 404 for you instead. Ooh. I'm going to bring back TVs, video recording DVDs, where every function has its own button on the TV. Hey, you know what? I'll accept that. I'll accept that. That is a fair exchange. Fair exchange? That's a, absolutely a fair exchange. I love buttons on TVs. I even thought about it this afternoon. I was like, yeah, buttons on TVs. There was nothing, there was no, no such a, not such a, there's ne- never the feeling you have with the uh, the old push buttons, yeah? The ones oh, you twist yeah. to, to tune. Yeah, and there's, the, the other oh. one popped out, you know. I want to put on BBC Brilliant. One, and BBC Two pops out, you push in BBC One. Excellent. It's like and mechanical type. It goes as fast as possible and break them. Yeah, and your granddad will look at you and go, oh, we need to invent yeah. something that would allow me to change yeah, the channels from back here. Controls. Yeah, back in my day, we had a stick and we were thankful. <laughs> oh, hold on, we've quoted the Yorkshireman sketch. We have to end the show now. <laughs> <laughs> which is handy. I so, had a remote control once um, that was affected by the sun. It was a very, obviously a very early one. I think it was uh, like a, U, I don't know, a UV controlled one. And as the sun went round and then kind of reflected off the wall, it would change the channel. It was, um, I remember we took the TV out to watch football one afternoon and uh, it just didn't work. The, the thing was flicking channels all over the place. A oh, little bit of cardboard over the sensor. Um, <laughs> travel tip, if you're travelling folks, have some post-it notes with you because all the airline toilets... They've got that infrared sensor on the back that makes them flush automatically. You know, it's like the TV. It's like your TV in the sunshine. Whenever you move around, it just flushes on you. It's like, ow! Uh, you don't want that. Put a post-it note over the sensor. And uh, you could have done that with your TV to watch the football. Oh, you, you, you forgot one bit there. You, you take the, don't forget to take the post-it off afterwards, right? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> now, that keeps somebody in a job in America, okay? <laughs> so, uh, Steve there I'm from carrypad.com. Um, it's an interesting one. So what have we got? Where remote controls are not going in, but we have brought out every single button possible for a television. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have the, the we have the result on the cameras uh, and yep. a result on mechanical power typing. Uh, FM radio was never in in the first place, uh, so um, it's technically a zero score, but still a success. But I I've think. got dibs on that, right? But if you've got dibs in. on that if anybody tries to put it in, yes. Good. And the simple long life battery life mobile phone, uh, 
Yeah, I think I'll have to listen back to the edit to work out. Right. Or I, I started with the weakest one anyway. At least I got better as time went on. Indeed, which is what you should be doing as a father and bringing up kids and everything. Fifth kid's, <laughs> fifth kid's going to be a genius. Uh, Steve, where can people find out more about you and what you get up to online? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Chippy, C-H-I-P-P-Y. And uh, I run also the Meet Mobility podcast, which is uh, not as fun as this, but it's, uh, it's talking about uh, mobile computing in the kind of smartphone, netbook, tablet range of, of devices. And we do that every two weeks with, with Sasha of Netbook News and JKK of JKK Mobile. Yeah, there we go then. Uh, Steve Payne there, our next guest in Room 404. If you want to get involved in the show, you can do it in many ways. You can leave a comment back on the website, room404.thepodcastcorner.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes as well. Just search for Room 404. And if you're a regular listener, <laughs> we have regular listeners, uh, you can uh, leave a comment and tell the entire world what you think about the show. And if you uh, want to get on the show, do some shameless promotion of your own website and at the same time bringing back what was once top of the list of everybody at Christmas and is now sitting in your bottom drawer, then please do get in touch. Ewan at thepodcastcorner.com or you can find me on Twitter as well, twitter.com slash Ewan. Steve, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks, Ewan. Absolutely great fun. Best Thank Tuesday you. afternoon I've had long for, for a long time. At least for the last six days, yes? <laughs> That's how you set up a drink. Set up a drink like that. Drink. Drink.